Hey everyone, this is Sunny Lamba and you're listening to Flauthentic Me. In today's episode, I want to talk about something a lot of us face at many times in our life. It's that feeling of being a fraud, as if you are fooling others and you don't qualify for what you are doing. And there's a psychological term for it, imposter syndrome. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Flauthentic Me podcast, where it is all about loving yourselves, even when you feel imperfect and flawed, a place where you can be raw, real and authentic. And here's your hostess, self-image transformation coach and a die-hard feminist, Sunny Lamba. Hello, my beautiful friends. I want to start by saying thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen in. And thank you for investing time in yourself to become the best version of yourself. I see you and I admire you. So when I first started coaching, I would be sitting with the client and the client is saying something, but my mind is thinking, what is the next question I should be asking? How do I prove to them that I'm qualified? How do I make sure that they have an aha moment? How do I help them so that they really love me and they can see how good I am at this coaching. I was good at coaching, but I felt like a fraud. I felt like an imposter because I was just starting. I was new to coaching and like any other skill, it takes time and practice to get to that point. As a coach, it is not my job to make the client have an aha moment at every single point. No. It is just a place where we explore what is the best route for them. What is their next best step? But my mind, because I felt like an imposter, I wanted them to have this breakthrough every single moment. And I had this pressure on me of performing that even though I was a good coach, I couldn't be a good coach. So we're going to talk about imposter syndrome today. And if you're a human going through life in today's world, then you have definitely felt imposter syndrome at some point in your life. So let's start by defining imposter syndrome. And I'm not going to give you a Webster definition because I know you're smart and you're going to go look it up. You probably already have it open on your phone. But this is how I see it. It is perceived fraudulence where you perceive yourself as a fraud. It involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence, despite of your education, experience and accomplishments. It's when you feel like a fraud and you're always scared that others will find out. So imposter syndrome is the difference between what you believe you're capable of and what you're actually capable of. So we have to understand that imposter syndrome is a deep psychological phenomena. This term was coined by Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Ames, psychologists, who did a study in 1978. The study was done only on women and it was called imposter phenomena. So even though it is a psychological term, in today's world where there is an influx of information, we use this term very lightly and we have to be aware of that. We all go through moments where we don't feel confident enough and we feel like, oh, I am not good at this, but it's not really imposter syndrome. 
it is just a moment of lack of confidence it is just a moment when you feel like i don't have the skill set and you can learn that skill set that doesn't make you an imposter you're just in your journey learning new things and there will be moments when you don't feel confident enough having said that let's dig deep into the imposter syndrome so let me give you a scenario someone comes to you and praises you for something you did and you discount your achievement and you just say oh it was just good luck or it was just the right timing have you done that i have and i think i've given this example before i planned an event at my work a few years back it was a big event with more than 100 people five day event and the event went really really well everyone had tons of praise for me and good things to say about the event everyone enjoyed my boss said to me sunny you did a great job and i said oh it was a team effort and my boss said sunny own your power you earned it so even though i spent the last 2 months day and night planning this event i still felt like an imposter and i discounted the praise that was given to me so what happens as an imposter is that even when you make a small mistake you magnify it and you start feeling like a fraud and if you have ever felt like an imposter let me tell you hollywood superstars like charlize theron and viola davis sheryl sandberg the coo of facebook and even former first lady michelle obama have confessed to feeling like an imposter so you and i are not alone <laughs> there are different types of imposters or people who feel like they are imposters perfectionists yes that's me guilty as charged <laughs> perfectionists feel like imposters because they cannot make a mistake they, everything they do has to be perfect perfectionists have really high standards for themselves so if a small mistake happens they start feeling like i am not good enough i am not qualified and i feel like a fraud they live under this constant threat that people will find out that i'm not that great so even though the fact is that they're really really good at what they're doing they live with this preconceived notion that they are not good enough second type of people are those who have always done things by themselves so someone like me I lost my mom at a very young age and took on a ton of responsibilities. Unfortunately, that comes with being South Asian and just when a daughter loses a mother, she takes on her role. So I had all these responsibilities, so I became a very independent person and I started believing that I can do everything by myself. I don't need anyone's help. So someone like me who always does things by themselves, they start thinking that I should be able to do it all. so they don't ask for help even when they're overwhelmed with tons of things on their plate they don't want to ask for help and when they can't do it all they start feeling like an imposter the third category are the experts these are the people who cannot take action until they have all the information in front of them if i decide to do exercise and i say okay i'm going to start working out i need to know everything i'm going to spend hours on internet gathering all the information about different types of exercises different types of routines i can do should i be doing weight training should i be doing cardio what should i be eating and i will waste so much time when i could have just started taking action so that is the experts <laughs> so you're literally hearing all this information from someone 
who used to go through this almost every day in her life. And I have taken the steps to change those things about me. I have started taking small action steps now. But that is the expert, a person who wants all the information beforehand. And that kind of person starts feeling like an imposter when they are in a situation where they have to prove that they are knowledgeable or an expert, but if they don't have all the information, they feel like a fraud. And the last kind of person is the superhero. Are you a superhero? What I mean by a superhero is someone who pushes really, really hard to measure up. So are you someone who stays late at office or works late nights and wants to get everything done, gets really stressed if things are not working out and do not like to take rest at all? They feel like sitting down is a waste of time. They just cannot stop. They have to be constantly working. They even give up on their hobbies and passions because they feel like they have to constantly be working or helping others or providing for others. That's a superhero. So superheroes also go through imposter syndrome because once again, they set really high standards for themselves. And they're addicted to the validation that comes from constantly working. It's not the work that's giving them satisfaction, but it is that external validation. So when they don't get that validation, they start feeling like an imposter or a fraud. And where does imposter syndrome come from? Yes, it is childhood programming. It is how you were raised. So if you were always praised for getting good grades or for rule following and for good manners, then you're always going to look for external validation. And if you are a South Asian like me, you know what that means. I don't think that my dad or my mom ever clearly said that, but it was just understood. It was just an expectation that you get good grades. And I internalized that so much that when my mother passed away and my elder sister came to Canada and now I became the eldest, so I had to take on the role of a mother. I was taking care of my younger brother and sister, cooking, taking care of the household and also taking care of my grandmother who lived with us. I still put this pressure on me that I have to have top grades in school. Because I internalized that expectation. And that's why I now place a really high expectation on myself. So even though there were all these other factors, not even once I stopped to think that I have so much on my plate and I'm just a 14-year-old. That was not even an option. So it comes from childhood programming. And if you are a child of an immigrant parent, or if you are a South Asian, a East Asian, or you belong to any of those collective cultures, then imposter syndrome probably is something you deal with a lot. And I say that because there's a ton of research that says that imposter syndrome comes from bias, and especially women of color deal with it a lot. So when the term imposter phenomena was coined in 1978, that study was done on high-achieving women. The two psychologists who did the study posited that despite outstanding academic and professional accomplishments, women who experience the imposter phenomena persist in believing that they are really not bright and have fooled anyone who thinks otherwise. So if we really dig deep into this, 1978 was a time when 
workplaces were mostly dominated with white men. So women who came to work were questioned again and again. Their abilities were questioned, which happens even today. These women who were highly qualified and sometimes even more qualified than their white male counterparts started questioning themselves and started feeling like an imposter. And that's when this term was coined. Now think about a woman of color. So I'm going to use myself as an example. I came to Canada at the age of 25. And even though I was the brightest student in school and university back home, when I came here and started working, I was surrounded mostly by white males or females. And so many times I could not understand the context of the conversation. There were terms or words that they used that were new to me, that were not in my vocabulary. So I started doubting myself. Yes, there was a lack of skill set, we can say, or lack of language ability. That did not mean that I was not competent at the work that I was doing. I was really good at the work I did. But I started questioning myself because I felt like I wasn't able to communicate at their level, (laughs) even though my grammar was way better than anyone around me. But let's not get into that. So while our white male co-workers are not questioned for their competence or their abilities, women of color have to constantly prove themselves. And the bias adds on to that feeling of insecurity or feeling of doubt. So what I'm trying to tell you is that when you start feeling like an imposter, you have to look at the bigger picture. You cannot ignore the impact of systemic racism, classism, and gender stereotype. And at the end, you have to remember that confidence does not mean competence. So imposter syndrome, which is a deep psychological term, is not equal to lack of confidence. So when you're not feeling confident enough, you have to stop and think, it doesn't mean that I don't have the required qualifications or the competence to do the work that I need to do. Every single time when I start recording this podcast, I feel like an imposter because I feel like I don't have the big complex words in my vocabulary to convey the message. But then I think that my target audience is other South Asian women and moms. And this is the language they are comfortable with. Then why am I trying to compare myself to someone else or compete with someone who has totally different set of audience? So let's start talking about how we can overcome this because you are not a fraud. It's just a feeling. It's just a lack of confidence and it will come with practice. I still edit this podcast so much because I make tons of mistakes. And that's okay. That doesn't make me a fraud. That just means that this is something new that I just started doing and I'll get better with time. So let's talk about how we can overcome imposter syndrome. If you have ever felt like you're not good enough in doing what you're doing, even though you have the qualifications And if you've ever been there where you feel like a fraud that people are going to find out that I am not good at this, then this is something that will help you. First of all, I want you to stop using the term imposter syndrome because that term has a basic problem with it. Number one, the word imposter. 
right away puts in your brain that you are a fraud. And then syndrome. Syndrome basically pathologizes a lack of confidence. It turns it into a disease. So stop using that term and just say, I am not feeling confident at this moment or I'm not feeling confident yet. Secondly, start acknowledging your feelings. When you feel like a fraud and when you feel like I'm not competent enough, I cannot do this, take some time to maybe journal. Write down in your journal. Acknowledge those feelings. What are you feeling? And journaling is the best way to get into your subconscious. Because if you sit there and just think, you will not go deep enough. But when you start writing and those surface levels thoughts start pouring out onto the paper, you start digging deeper. So journal about it. What are you feeling at that moment? And as you journal, I can bet you, you will find that you're just not feeling confident at that moment. Surround yourself with a support network. Find your people. Find the people who always cheer you on. The people who believe in you. Believe in your skills, in your abilities. If you're surrounded by toxic people who are always putting you down, then obviously you're going to feel that you're not good enough. So get rid of those toxic people in your life. And that's a whole new episode. <laughs> Thirdly, challenge your thoughts. When you feel like a fraud, challenge it. Why? Look for contradictory evidence in your life. So let's say you feel like, oh, I'm not a good speaker. So I'm using myself as an example for this podcast. If you feel like I'm not a good speaker, then go back and look for instances where you were a good speaker. I was a radio broadcaster and I used to do shows with zero preparation. Yes, they were in Hindi, but I am a good speaker. And not just that, throughout my school, I used to take part in speech contests and extempore contests and they were in English. And I even won some of those contests. I gave tons of presentations at work. I gave presentations at school here in Canada and I excelled at them. I have given speeches at my local Toastmasters meetings. I have done Instagram and Facebook lives without any notes. So I am a good speaker. So look for those kind of evidence which is contradicting your thoughts at the moment. Because at that moment, you're just in that rabbit hole and you're saying that, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm a fraud. But if you look back through your life, you will find many instances where you were doing that exact same thing and you were doing it really well. Maybe you just need to transfer those skills to a new area. And finally, stop comparing yourself. Comparitis is a disease our world is going through right now, mainly with the social media, because we have access to all these people. Just scrolling through our phone, we can see people dancing and doing amazing reels and TikToks and videos and all that stuff. But they are all in different chapters of their life. So stop comparing yourself because you don't know how much work they have put in. I used to look at some of the influencers and think, oh, wow, they're so good at editing. Until I found out that they actually took a course on editing videos. I used to look at some people doing dance videos and say, oh, I suck at dance. But I'm a really good Giddha and Pangra dancer. Maybe not as good at doing the TikTok dance moves. So stop comparing yourself. Because when you start comparing yourself to others, you're definitely going to feel like a fraud. So stop doing that. Only focus on being a better version of you from yesterday and not being better than others. 
So these are some of the ways you can overcome, and I don't want to say the word, but you can overcome the feelings of not feeling competent enough or feeling like a fraud. And if you think that you need more help with this, reach out to me. This is something I can coach you through because there might be some deep subconscious beliefs that are making you feel like an imposter. So we can dig through them together. And I'll be there to hold your hands, support you, and walk you through this journey. So at the end, I want to hear from you. Have you ever felt like an imposter or like a fraud? Have you ever been in a place where you already had all the skill set and the qualifications, but you still felt like you were not good enough and people are going to find out? If yes, I would like to talk to you. And I would like to see how that impacted you. And I would like to also peel the layers and find out that maybe it was just a lack of confidence at that moment. So send me a DM on Instagram at sunny underscore Lamba, or you can email me at info at flauthenticme.com. And on that note, this is Sunny signing off. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay flauthentic. Thank you for listening to the Flauthentic Me podcast. Did you relate to something or had an aha moment? I would love to hear your thoughts. Connect with me on Instagram at sunny underscore lamba. Screenshot this episode and share it on social media or just send it to your friends. Just a reminder that every episode of Flauthentic Me has its own page on www.flauthenticme.com. It's one place where you can find all your favorite episodes along with episode notes, and the resources that I share here. You can also sign up for our newsletter so that you can get weekly tips and tools. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay authentic.